0: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com/slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Bad Broadcast. I'm your host, Maddie Murphy. Hello, my sweet, sweet sweeties. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Bad Broadcast. My name is Maddie. I'm so happy you're here, and I am your head mother in charge. still still good over here. still pregnant. I don't know how often you guys want pregnancy updates, like if you just want me to tell you, I am still in fact pregnant. I am. And feeling pretty good, feeling good, feeling tired, feeling winded, feeling sweaty. I had to take my shirt off to record this episode because I am in a room that is very hot and it just wasn't going to it wasn't going to work for me to be clothed during this. I'm still I'm still covered, don't worry. I'm not doing anything weird in public. Uh but I just have this like little tank top on because I was real hot. Anyway, whoa, voice cracking over here. I don't have much of an intro today except that how crazy is this Burning Man thing? It's, it's, I'm recording this two, let's see, two weeks in advance. So this is, I'm recording this on Labor Day, Monday, September 4th. Also, my mom almost went into labor on Labor Day. I have a brother whose birthday is tomorrow. Shout out to my older brother, McKay. Happy birthday. I don't think he listens to this, but in case he does, there's his birthday shout out. Anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm recording this on September 4th. So by the time this episode comes out on the 18th, I'm sure the Burning Man situation will have been resolved but what I'm seeing right now is terrible it's terrible and pretty scary and I'm hoping that everybody is okay I mean Burning Man is enough of a nightmare already I don't think we needed to add anything to it but my question here's my question so it takes place on the base or on the bottom of like a an old lake bed right like yeah that's as far as I know, that's, has it never rained there ever? Like, did they not know what would happen? Cause basically the issue, if you're not caught up on it, is that this type of sand that it's on, which it's like, basically it's, it's not even like sand. It's like this muddy, I don't know, basically wet concrete when it gets wet and then it hardens into like stone. And like, did they not know that it was going to rain? Or like, has it just never rained this much? I don't get it. Because it seems like, I mean, I looked up how long Burning Man has been going on for it's been going on since like the 80s. So you would think that it had been like seen or studied that when this sand gets wet, it turns to concrete. But I mean, what do I know about Burning Man? Literally nothing. I learned like eight months ago that it's not a music festival. I thought it was like a Coachella vibe. But anyway, I hope everybody's fine. Hope everybody's safe. But Can't wait for the Netflix doc. It feels, you know, it's serving Fire Festival, which I love. Fire Festival was the greatest thing to ever witness. I'm so, like, you know, there are so many things that I'm so lucky to be alive during. Like, I'm so lucky that I live in a time with modern technology and toilets and air conditioning and modern medicine. And really, I mean, are things perfect right now? Obviously not, but. This is like the most convenient time to be alive. But you know what's made it the very best? Being alive for Fire Festival. That is truly a gift to us all. The fact that we are alive during Fire Festival and love is blind, that's all I could ever need. All right, so today's episode is a fun one that I've had on my list for a while and then somebody slid into my DMs and i was like why aren't you doing celeb encounter episodes and i don't know why i wish that i could be dumois i i wish that i could get like juicy details about celebrities lives and i could share them anonymously that would be an awesome job but i am just me and the closest we can get is celebrity encounters so i will kick us off by telling you about the celebrity encounters that I have had, that I've been lucky enough to have, should I say. So yes, I know I've told this story before. Okay. I know, but just shut up and listen. I met Taylor Swift when I was 15. (gasps) What a poetic age to meet Taylor Swift. Didn't put that together till right now. Anyway, I was in Orlando. I had gone to the Fearless tour the night before. And then the next day I was at Disney World and at Disney World, there is a restaurant called the Sci-Fi... Something drive-in cafe. I don't know, but it's set up like a drive-in movie where you go in and there's a movie playing and you sit in little cars and it's like very cool. They play old school movies on the TV, whatever. I was with my brother's girlfriend and we were sitting in our little car and this group of people walked in and then I saw a girl with a thirteen on her hand. That's what I saw first because she reached behind her head and we were like, oh, she must have gone to the the concert last night. That's cool. And then she turned a little bit further and I saw a blonde curl just pop over her, her right shoulder. And we looked at each other and we said, that is Taylor Swift for sure, for sure. And in my mind, she wasn't, I mean, she was definitely not as famous as she is now. Now she is like the most famous person in the world, but she was still very famous. Like, I think in my mind, I'm like, I like, recognized her before anybody could. And that's just not the case. She was really pretty famous. But anyway, so we saw, we looked at each other. We were like, should we go up? We debated for like 20 minutes, maybe not that long, but like, should we go up and see say hi to her? So I was like, let's just sneak up and say hi and tell her that we love the concert. So we walked up to her and we said like hi, like like nice to meet you. We went to your concert last night. We live in Utah, but you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And her bodyguard kind of started to push us away. And she was like, no, no, no. She's like, "Let, let him, let him stay. Let him stay. it's fine. So we said hi to her. We told her we loved her. She was like, thank you so much for coming. And she was like, we can't get a picture because it's dark in here. And if the flash goes off then everybody goes crazy. So we can't, we can't do a picture, but it was so nice to meet you. And so could I be making this up? Sure. Like I don't have any video or photo evidence of it at all, but I know, I know that it happened, and she was lovely, and I assume in my heart she's just as lovely now as she was then, despite the you know magnitude of fame. So that was like my first big celebrity that I met. Then I then a few years later, I was probably like twenty one or something. I met Charles Barkley, who seems cool. I don't know. I don't really care that much about him, (laughs) but he was very nice and very very large, and I got a picture with him. My mom and my sister's in law and I went on a girl's trip to Las Vegas and my mom was planning it. And she was like, I can't figure out why all of the hotels are so expensive this weekend. Like usually you can find Vegas deals like for pretty cheap, but she was like, they're so expensive. I can't figure out why. And we were all like, I don't know, like who knows, but it was the only weekend that we could all go. So we had to commit. So we get there and it turns out it's the Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao fight some huge fight. I want to say boxing, but it could very well have been UFC or MMA. I actually don't really know the difference difference between any of those. I'll Google it. You don't need to DM me. I'll figure it out. It's fine. But anyway, so it was a huge, this huge, huge, huge fight. So every celebrity was there. Anyway, I was certain that we were going to run into so many celebrities. Didn't see one, but we did see Charles Barkley. Me and my sister-in-law were walking through the lobby and she was like, I think that's Charles Barkley. And I was so proud of her because she's not like a sports gal. I mean, not not that I'm much of a sports gal either, but I was just, I was so impressed. And so we went up to him and he was really, really nice and gave us a gave us a, a picture and gave us a hug and I liked him. So every time I see him, every time I see it like an ESPN TikTok pop up and it's Charles Barkley, I'm like, I, I like him. I have no beef with him. I feel like so many celebrity encounters, people are so put off by... A celebrity being rude. And I get it. Obviously, there are people who are just nasty on purpose who you have a really, really negative experience with them and they say something mean or they do something mean. But when people meet celebrities and they're just kind of like quiet or a little bit standoffish or don't want a picture or don't want to be interrupted and then people are like mad about it, you're the issue, not the celebrity. Imagine if every day of your life, okay, think of every day of your life good mood, bad mood, doesn't matter. You could be, you could have got hung up the phone and found out some terrible news about a family member or friend. And then the next minute somebody comes up to you and wants a picture with you. And then if you're not super happy and super chipper and excited to be doing it, everybody tells you that you, like or everybody, what am I trying to say? The person who that happened to will now tell everybody you're, that you're the meanest celebrity ever. Like, where's the humanity here? Okay. I just want to, I'm just saying that before I read some of these submissions. Now I want to tell my last celebrity encounter, which honestly rivals Taylor Swift, just because of who I am as a person. But I met, <laughs> I met Ben Savage from Boy Meets World, who plays Corey Matthews. Okay. Not to be confused with Fred Savage, who is his brother, who also plays the little boy in Princess Bride, who his grandpa is reading to him. That's Fred Savage. Every time I talk about Princess Bride or I post about it, people are like, did you know that's Corey Matthews who plays that kid? No, it's not. It's his brother. His brother also plays the creepy professor in that one episode of Boy Meets World where he's like hits on Topanga. Anyway, that's his brother, Fred Savage. I met Ben Savage, which is way better. I met him at Hamilton in LA and it was like out in the like main lobby area and everybody's taking pictures by it. And like everybody's freaking out and I saw him and I was like, am I the only one freaking out here? Am I the only one who's seeing this absolute A-lister in front of me? So I went up to him and I was like, hi, I was like, I'm a big fan. Can I get a picture with you? And he goes, why? And I was like, oh my gosh, is it maybe not him? Like, is it maybe not him? He goes, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He said, of course, we can take a picture. And then he said, will you actually take a picture of me and my mom? And I said, yeah. So he has a picture on his Instagram. If you scroll back far enough, you will see a picture of him and his mom at Hamilton. And guess who took that picture? Me. So not only did I get a picture with a celebrity, but I was asked by a celebrity to take the picture. I love Boy Meets World. It's one of those ones it would still it still holds up for me. Every single I watch the Halloween episode every single year I still I still love it. So those are the three celebrity meetings that pop out to me. I'm trying to remember if I've had any any other weird ones or if I've just like seen somebody in passing. Oh. Okay, so in Utah we have the Sundance Film Festival, obviously everybody's heard of it, everybody knows about it. It's like the literally the coolest thing that happens here. So I was working in a restaurant in Park City, which is where it happens. I was working there for a winter. This was like probably six years ago, six or seven years ago, maybe a little, no, it couldn't have been that long ago. Anyway, doesn't matter, but it was a few years ago and I was working in the winter and I would volunteer to stay like for all the after events because people like rent out the restaurants for wrap parties, but we don't technically like, it was an optional thing to work because I just worked like the host stand and you don't need a hostess when they're just throwing a party. But I was like, can I stay for every single one? Because I'm, I'm obsessed with celebrities and I need to get a new hobby. But they said yes, so I stayed at every single one and I literally just sat at the at the desk, like sat at the front desk. And I saw I didn't like interact with them, but I did see Shailene Woodley, who was gorgeous. I mean, every celebrity is like stunning in real life. Like they seem like they're gorgeous, obviously, because we see them on the red carpet and in movies. But like these people are superhuman. Like they're just their beauty is beyond. So yeah, I saw Shailene Woodley. I saw Jenna Dewan, who was Jenna Dewan Tatum at the time. I believe, I believe that, I don't, I don't think they had split up yet. Don't quote me on that. Uh, But I remember she was in black boots and she had on like super baggy jeans, like light wash denim, and then a red puffer crop jacket. And I literally, to this day, think it's the cutest outfit I've ever seen. Like, I don't even think it's my taste anymore. And it was a few years ago, but I was like, that is like the coolest She just gave such cool girl. I was obsessed with her. So I saw her. I saw John Hamm. Didn't talk to any of these people, remember? I also saw Jason Momoa from afar. I saw him from afar. I saw him from a couple blocks away. And not a couple blocks, but like he was like down the sidewalk a little bit. And he was hot. He was hot. He was my Cassian before I met Cassian, if you know what I mean. So if if any other celebrity encounters pop up, I'll let you guys know. But those are the ones that come to mind. So let's read your submissions for celebrities that you guys have met and what you thought of them. First up, I got to give the Schmidt, Max Greenfield, a friendship bracelet at the Eras Tour. It was on his Instagram story, so we are actually real friends. He was so nice to everyone. I have heard this about him. I've heard that he is absolutely lovely. I, unfortunately, for probably like 95% of you guys listening, I don't like new girl. And I'm so sorry. That feels like a risk. I really should not be saying it to to my audience of primarily millennial women. I'm just, it's, it has not ever resonated with me. I've tried it. I've tried it so many times. And I know, I know you guys want to tell me to try one more time, but I have tried one more time, like 15 times. And it's just, it's not there for me. I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. Okay. Next one. This is how I met skinny Pete from breaking bad. When I was 15, my mom's friend's daughter went to an art school that has a celebrity escort program, which sounds sketchy a little bit. Basically, you would volunteer for the day at these pre-parties for events such as the AMAs and stuff like that. And you would be assigned a C or D list celebrity to walk around different booths where businesses would give free stuff to them and promote themselves. I escorted Skinny Pete and his wife, and he was the shyest, most introverted guy. I thought it was so funny given his character on Breaking Bad. He was super nice, though. I love the obscure, the obscure celebrities. I would recognize Skinny Pete in a in a minute if I saw him. I feel like the Breaking Bad cast has to be somewhere near the top of my list of celebrities I would love to love to meet. Like Anna Gunn, who plays Skylar. You guys know I have a, a weird thing for Skylar White. Don't. I don't want to discuss it any further, but I love her. I would love to meet her. I feel like she hasn't done a lot of acting since then. And we're doing a Game of Thrones rewatch right now. And it actually made me think of Joffrey because I think Joffrey, Jack Gleason, I believe is his name. He like has done almost no acting since Game of Thrones because he was so, so, so hated. And I think it probably really affected him. I mean, like I okay, this is like a slight flex. I'm sorry, but when I was in Ireland, there's a like Trinity College right there and they said that he went there. He he studied at Trinity College after Game of Thrones and people would just like scream obscenities at him like all day every day when he was at school. Like it's amazing when people can't separate the character from the actor. The actor and I feel like that probably I don't know. It probably happened a little bit with Skylar White. This episode of the Bad Broadcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. You guys know that there's very few things I prioritize above my quality of rest. I love to sleep. I love to curate my experience so that I sleep as easily and as deeply as possible. However, One thing that sneaks in and ruins my sleep is racing thoughts. Do you ever find that that happens? You're just trying to fall asleep and your brain won't stop talking to you. Turns out one great way to make those racing thoughts go away is to talk them through. Therapy can give you a place to do that so you can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. Get some rest in every possible way. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is a great place to start. If you're nervous about anything regarding therapy, they simplify it for you so well. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. It's all on your time. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. It is truly the best thing that I ever did for myself is give myself a safe place that I can say anything, that I can vent, that I can work through things so that I'm not keeping things bottled up and they're not exploding out in other areas of my life. So get a break from your thoughts with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com bad today to get 10% off of your first month. That's com slash bad. This episode of the bad broadcast is sponsored by Dipsy picture this. You're hanging out in your favorite spot. Maybe it's a little corner of your house. Maybe it's at a coffee shop. Maybe it's on the beach, but your headphones are on and the world around you fades away because you are listening to Dipsy stories. You're immersed in a vivid world where every touch, every breath, every stolen glance is felt with breathtaking intensity. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters. So you can discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, or hot and heavy hookups per chance. New content is released every week. So in between listening to your favorite stories again, again, and again, you can always find something new to explore. They also have stories for straight and queer listeners. So let Dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time, explore your fantasies, relax and unwind, or even heat things up with a partner. Also, they have soothing sleep stories, wellness sessions, and sexy written stories you can read. So for listeners of the Bad Broadcast, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash bad that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A slash bad. One more time, that is DipsyStories.com slash bad. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, next one. Spring break, 1996. I was vacationing with my family, staying at the Ritz-Carlton in Laguna Niguel. My sisters and I were out in the lobby when we saw John Travolta coming out of a smoking lounge with a cigar. We were starstruck. This is when he was still a big deal, like Pulp Fiction era. John Travolta still feels like a big deal i don't know like it just it was said like he maybe is is not as relevant now but i i don't know anybody who doesn't know who john travolta is being an overly confident 16 year old i decided to approach i walked right up to him and said john travolta you're my biggest fan (laughs) i thought that's a funny line to say to a celebrity kind of uh he just stood there raised his eyebrows took another puff of the cigar and then walked away without saying a word I was mortified and my sisters were dying laughing. I still think it's a major flex to say I met him and they didn't. John Travolta, I have heard stories about him before. And the one that sticks out to me is that I know somebody who was like in Costa Rica or something at a resort and they were in a sauna with him and he was in the sauna completely naked. And that's not that weird. Like, that's not weird at all to be sitting in a in a spa like sauna naked. But like you would just think major celebrities would not do that. But he was just he was he was free. He was free in that moment. But yeah, if anybody's associated with Scientology, they're just a zero in in my book. Sorry. Okay, next one. I got to meet Nick Jonas and Demi Lovato at a meet and greet and both were super short. (laughs) Demi gave diva vibes. She didn't want to meet us. And Nick was very nice. My friend who was there decided it would be a good time to try to hand Nick a Christian Bible card for our church and proceeded to hold out her hand to shake his, shake his and pass it off. But he would not reach out and his security guard, took it. Hope the security guard found Jesus. I've seen this a few times, like people, people wanting to like take their moment with a celebrity to like promote something. And to that, I say don't. And I want to know, if the Justin Bieber and Usher interaction really got people thinking that maybe it was a good time. Like, I feel like people hear about the Usher, like when Justin Bieber met Usher and Usher was like, if it's meant to be, we'll meet each other again. And so, and like, obviously they did a song, whatever, they met and now he's Justin Bieber, blah, blah. blah. So I feel like people think that their five minutes or five seconds with a celebrity is like their turn to change the course of history. I think that we should probably let that go, first of all. And second of all, using it to be like religious and preachy is is weird. (laughs) Sorry, that's I actually maybe shouldn't even say that, but I just don't think you should take like the five seconds that you're saying hi to a celebrity to be like, do you want to go to church with me now? It's just not the right moment. I mean, read the room. I feel like, you know, since during the podcast, probably like 40 percent of the submissions that I get, I just want to say, read the room, read the room. It's not the time, nor the place, nor the person. Okay. I was at a local barbecue contest and Guy Fieri was a judge. He waved hi when we went up to him, but acted too cool to actually talk to any fans. Like stuff like that. I'm like, was he acting too cool or did he just not want to be bombarded? I kind of don't blame him. It was in a small town in Hawaii, so it wasn't like he was (laughs) on this next line. (laughs) I don't know why I didn't read ahead before I said that it was in a small town in Hawaii. So it wasn't like he was being bombarded with fans. (laughs) just wish he would have taken the time to simply say hi. Okay. I stand corrected. I stand corrected on Guy Fieri and he is a great celebrity to meet. I would love to meet him, him and Paul Hollywood. That meme that's been going around is maybe one of the great works of art of our time. It's Paul Hollywood and Guy Fieri and <laughs> I should look it up before I quote it, but somebody essentially says it's like The Parent Trap where one twin is in England and one twin gets sent to California and this is what we've got and yeah, I love them both. I wouldn't say they're my dream Eiffel Tower, but definitely definitely somewhere on the dream blunt rotation list. Okay, next one, Alec Baldwin before the shooting. That shooting is so incredibly tragic and like uh, the like then you throw in the Alec Baldwin's like Ilaria Baldwin thing it's just a mess that whole thing is uh, that everything I hear about the Baldwins is a new a new insane bit of information um okay it says he's notorious for he's notorious for being mean to fans so I was scared when we saw him at Disneyland and my husband sauntered right up to him he kept his pace right to his side and casually said without turning his head, thanks for giving us the character of Jack Donaghy. Alex stopped, turned, shook his hand and said, "Ah, oh, it was a pleasure. Thanks for telling me. And that was that. Like, I I do understand that to to be a celebrity means that you do accept there will be a lot of people who want to meet you and want to talk to you and want to know about your life. I just don't think that you should have to forfeit, like, having a bad day ever or like being human you know what I mean so I like I like this interaction I remember reading Tina Fey's book and she basically credited the success of 30 Rock to Alec Baldwin and yeah again just crazy what's going on with the Baldwins okay uh next one okay so last weekend I was at a festival and I met Bart Johnson aka Disney's hottest dad he plays Zach or uh coach Bolton in high school musical he was the sweetest ever so so sweet and he was a volunteer at first I didn't know if it was him so I had my grandma go up and ask him (laughs) and she said are you Troy Bolton's dad and he said yes and I got a picture Bart Johnson loves that he is coach Bolton I just gotta say that man is really really holding on to that role and I got it I mean I respect it so much I do love I love when actors cherish their role that made them famous. Like I love that. uh, Oh my gosh. Now I can't Mark Hamill loves that. He was Luke Skywalker. Like I love that. I mean, as far as I can tell Daniel Radcliffe appreciates and loves that he was Harry Potter. Like I love when people do that coach Bolton. I don't know if as a, I don't know. Wait, I don't know. What am I? What's the sentence? I don't know if coach Bolton is quite at the caliber of like, Luke Skywalker, but Bart Johnson seems to believe so, and honestly, all the power to him. Also, he's married to Blake Lively's sister, Robin Lively, and yeah, just in case you didn't know that connection. I knew that Bart Johnson was really holding on to the role of Coach Coach Bolton when he posted about Zendaya and said something like that. <laughs> hold on, I gotta find it. Okay, he posted that he want he like saw Zendaya somewhere. Oh yeah. He, he saw, okay. He saw Zendaya and Tom Holland during a trip to the UK and he, he posted and he said, I was going to tell Zendaya that she dated my son kind of. And like, first of all, the route in which he got there is crazy. First of all, I'm pretty sure he's talking about (laughs) the greatest showman, right? When Zendaya and Zac Efron are like an item and he's calling Zac Efron his son still. Like, he's just, he's really holding on to this. Like, I'm so curious what the, what the other cast members think of this. I mean, again, if I, I mean, who's to say if I had that role that I wouldn't be doing the exact same thing. So all the power to you, Bart. I bought a cameo from him one time. I'm, I'm not contributing to anything helpful. Okay. Definitely a C-list celebrity, but I met Mike from Twilight at the gas station in my teeny tiny hometown. This was probably a year after the first movie came out. Me and my mom had stopped to get gas before a dentist appointment. While in the car, I said, wow, that guy really looks like an actor in Twilight. My mom wasn't super tactful, tactful. So she got out of the car, turned to him and just yelled, Twilight. This poor dude looked a little confused, but smiled and nodded. We got a picture together and I was taller than him, which at the time felt devastating. His mom got out of the car and gave us a signed headshot and an email address to reach him at. Still not sure what we were supposed to do. Supposed to do by emailing him. Wait, by emailing him. Oh my gosh, hold on. This sentence. Still not sure what we were supposed to do. Anyway, whatever. Do with the email. Anyway, Mike from Twilight, if you're out there, sorry, my mom awkwardly yelled at you in a Podunk Town gas station. I think that this is so, so legendary of his mom to be carrying around his headshots. I am obsessed with that. If my child is an actor, which I pray. I pray for a theater nerd. I just want to say that. If my child is an actor, I will be carrying their headshots and everything that they've ever done printed to hand out to whoever cares, whoever will listen. I will be that. So the, real's more, the real hero of the story is Mike's mom. Okay. When I was in college, I went to a party and several members of the Plain White Tees were there. They were a huge deal at the time. It was 2007, right after Hey There, Delilah came out. I was starstruck. I ended up standing around in a group with Tom, the lead singer. I couldn't think of anything to say, so I randomly asked if anyone had gum. Guess who offered me some? Tom, the lead singer of Plain White Teas. As an 18-year-old, I thought I was going to pee myself as I took a stick of gum from the most famous person I'd ever met and chewed it. I still brag about it to my kids. They do not think it's as cool. But to meet the Plain White Teas amidst to Hey There, Delilah. Hey There, Delilah. There, there are a few songs that I still willingly listen to, by the way. Hey there, Delilah, here in your arms by Hello Goodbye. Like those songs that really like define a a seriously, I don't want to say a generation and be cliche, but like genuinely like a chunk of time for people our age. So yeah, I think that that's pretty cool. Call it millennial, but I am impressed. Okay. I met Taylor Swift at the Mall of America when I was in eighth grade. She was playing a free acoustic show after her her debut album came out. The only song of hers that was on the radio at the time was Tim McGraw. We got there at 6 a.m. So we could line up early at the rotunda and we were at the, in the first row. We waited for hours. I'm pretty sure her show wasn't until like 2 p.m. Her dad came around and passed out guitar picks, something that he still does at her shows to this day. She also did a sound check of Tim McGraw and handed me her guitar pick afterward. I still have it in a storage bin at my mom's. It's a prized possession. After her acoustic set of five songs, she had a meet and greet. So me and all of my friends got to meet her and get a picture with her. Unfortunately, the picture is long gone, although I had awful red hair and a gap in my teeth at the time. So maybe it's not a bad thing, but she was so kind and I have been a huge Swifty ever since. I remember when I went to school the following Monday and I told my teacher that I met Taylor Swift. He said, who's that? It's funny to think that that it's funny to think about that now, considering she's the most famous woman on the planet. I went to her era's tour when it came to Minneapolis and it's so fun to see how far she's come. I feel like a proud sister or something. Her and her family have always been very kind to her fans and they made it easy to continue being a fan. I've heard, I've heard that about her family and about meeting her and a bunch of you had met her mom at the era's tour and it's awesome and I feel like people have just had really positive experiences and whether that's true or not, I choose to believe it's true. But I think we need to talk about Ashley. Do you guys know who I'm talking about? Ashley? If you're not following the Ashley saga that pertains to Taylor Swift, I don't, I don't even know where to begin. So Ashley, I don't know her last name, but on TikTok, it's, it's no, it's Ashley 13. She has, she's like basically changed her whole look to look like Taylor Swift, which she does look a lot like Taylor Swift. And she's obviously like trying to impersonate her. And she's got the cats and she does Taylor Swift audios and even know it's Ashley is like obviously a reference to the know it's Becky thing, like the Tumblr Taylor Swift thing. Like it's so extremely bizarre because she is actively like pretending to be Taylor Swift. But then she will say things like, I'm not a huge Swifty. I, this is just how I look. And this is just who I am. And there's no like satire in it. Like if there was some satire and she was doing it and then being like, what are you guys talking about? And it was obviously a joke, but it's so obviously not a joke. And it it like has blown up in the last couple of weeks because she hired like bodyguards to basically walk around her as she's dressed in full Taylor Swift garb. And people were like following her around and she's like waving people out. It's so weird. But the weirdest part are the videos where she says she's not a huge Swifty. She doesn't even like care about her songs. And then she'll make a video like talking about Taylor Swift's mom and saying how she's like a second mom to her and how like every lyric that Taylor Swift has ever written means like more to her than anything. And then then in the next one, she'll say, I'm just, I'm not a Swifty. You guys, I don't know what you're talking about. She went on good morning America and was like, this is just how I look. And it's like, no, it's, it's just the weirdest. It's the weirdest thing to, to see. I don't know. I kind of don't even know what to say about it, except that I'm just, I'm kind of obsessed. Like I'm, it's like, I'm obsessed with, with watching it unfold. This episode of The Bad Broadcast is sponsored by Ritual. You know what is not perfect? All of us, literally every single one of us, perfection is an illusion, so let's just give it up already. Ritual knows it's basically impossible to perfectly get all of your nutrients you need from your diet 100% of the time. It's just not gonna happen. So Ritual made a multivitamin that helps you focus on what's important, like filling key nutrient gaps to support foundational health, Ritual. I love their prenatal. I have gifted ritual products. I don't know anybody who's tried them that isn't obsessed. Ritual has a clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 and older with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. It's their essential for women 18 plus. It's got nine key nutrients in two capsules per day. And it's got this minty freshness. They're the easiest pills to take, which is very important because personally, I'm not trying to choke down big chalky vitamins, rituals essential for women 18 plus is the few women's multis that's usp verified meaning what's on the label is what's in the formula it's also soy free gluten free vegan friendly and formulated without GMOs. So instead of striving for perfect health, aim for supporting foundational health. Ritual is now offering Bad Broadcast listeners a special deal. If you go to ritual.com slash bad10, you will get 10% off during your first month. Once again, go to ritual.com slash bad10 to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. This episode of the Bad Broadcast is sponsored by ShipStation. So as you guys know, I have declared that it's fall. I think a lot of us have. September rolls around and it's fall, which means it's basically the holiday season. Okay, it's maybe not basically the holiday season, but it is right around the corner. It is the calm before the holiday storm. So it's time to prepare your e-commerce business for the holiday rush now just by using ShipStation. Whether you're shipping from a warehouse or just your house, ShipStation can help increase your profitability. You can save time automating your shipping and returns in the ShipStation dashboard and keep costs down with industry-leading carrier discounts while your holiday orders roll in. I had no idea how to ship Orders. When I first started my website and I started selling merch, I had no clue. I thought I had to go to the post office and write out everybody's address individually. Turns out ShipStation literally solved every problem I ever had by making it super easy. You can manage orders, print labels, compare rates, optimize every shipment, and automate delivery notifications. Also, their automations and reporting makes scaling super easy. So as your business grows, you can save thousands on shipping costs. Over 130,000 companies have grown their e-commerce businesses with ShipStation. And 98% of companies that start with ShipStation stay customers for life. So set your business up for holiday season success with ShipStation. Go to ShipStation.com and use the code bad today to sign up for your free 60-day trial. That's shipstation.com code bad. Okay, next one. Maddie, my girl, it was my 34th birthday and I was in New York with my best friends for the Harry Styles concert. We were sightseeing and we had walked walked across the Brooklyn Bridge. We ordered an Uber to our next destination and popped into a nearby store to escape the heat. It was only us in the store when Pete Davidson walks in with a few friends. This was mere days after the news broke about him and Kim breaking up. We were all so nervous and didn't want to be weird, but I knew I could not pass up the chance. He had on a hat with a mask, so he probably wanted to stay hidden, but I shot my shot and I said, Pete, is that you? He pulled down his mask and smiled with those beautiful teeth and said, damn it. It was my voice. Wasn't it? I told him how much I adore him and he was so nice. He offered to take a photo with all of us, which ended up on a million gossip websites. He was super kind and genuine and a lot taller in real life. I'm a Pete stan for life. I feel as though people who are not Nepo babies tend to be the kinder celebrities. And that is based on almost no information. That's just something that I made up. But I feel like when you have famous parents and you are used to Every like people being around you all the time and people being very invasive. I bet when it it's your turn and you grow up with that, it's just not as fun when you're like when you genuinely are just a normal person who becomes famous because of their job, I feel like they're usually the more i mean, i I don't think this is even probably a hot take. Actually, now that I'm saying it, like it's a made up stat. I'm sure it's real. But yeah, I, I just feel like I, when I hear about the nice celebrities, it's always the people who were just kind of normal people beforehand. And then like Emma Roberts came up a couple times. I don't know if I picked any of the stories, but and I've seen TikToks of her where she's like extremely, for those of you that don't know, she is Julia Roberts' niece. But like I've heard a bunch of stories about how she's really entitled. She's mean, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I just I feel like usually when I hear about a mean celebrity, it's a nepo baby or a really old person, which they're probably just over all of our shit and who can blame them. Okay, next. My very hot friend was hooking up with Jared Leto and invited us to come snowboard with them in Park City during the Sundance Film Festival. We show up and Paris Hilton happens to be with them too on skis. She was super done up and she looked like a skier Barbie. We got to ride with them all day and I was utterly starstruck. He told me he liked my pants and I've never recovered. He was really small in real life, but really nice and flirty. Also good at snowboarding. That night I ended up at a party and chatted with Michael Keaton for like 10 minutes. He was also tiny, but very kind. Sundance in Utah is the best time to find celebs. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I totally agree. Also another sentiment that came up a lot, many celebrities, very, very tiny, very, very small, just shorter. I don't know. I don't know why that's so that happens so often. But I feel like when I Google celebrities and I see that their height is over six foot, I'm always shocked. Okay, this one, (laughs) I don't know why it made me laugh. Uh, I sat next to Donny Osmond at a little restaurant and when he finished ordering, he told the the waiter grazie (laughs) and it was not it was not an Italian restaurant. Oh, my gosh. It's just it's so perfect. Why? Why do I, of course, picture Donny Osmond saying grazie? To every single server, no matter where he's eating, it's just it's so good. Also, a common dum dum club. I actually had to tell my boyfriend this this weekend. He didn't know Donnie and Marie are not married. They're brother and sister, and I feel like the majority of us who grew up in Utah know that because they're kind of like they were like they grew up here. They're Mormon. Like everybody knew who they were. But people who don't didn't know who they were. I mean, it kind of makes sense. Like Donnie and Marie Osmond, and they're doing a show together. Like it makes sense that they're married. And yeah, I had to I had to clarify that this weekend. Okay, next one. I was in ballet as a 6-year-old and Noah Cyrus was my partner for our teacup dance in the Alice in Wonderland show. She told me her name was Noah and I said, "That's a boy name." How gender conforming of me. I'd like to think I just said that in my head, but I'm pretty sure it was to her face. I didn't really know who she was at first, but Billy Ray started practicing for dancing with the stars at our studio and brought Miley along. That's when it made it very clear we were dealing with royalty. That's a great a great person to meet this. Like, again, I'm recording this in advance. So probably when this comes out, this will be like over and nobody will care. But Miley's new song is great. There's so much press for it. She did like a full documentary about this one song, which is totally fine. I mean, power to her. I I love Miley. I've never can't think of a time where I disliked her. I mean, she was always I mean, she was kind of like like if there's an angel and devil on my shoulder, I feel like the angel is Hillary Duff and the devil is Miley Cyrus. Like that's kind of how I would summarize my experience with the Disney channel and growing up as a Disney kid. Okay. Next one. Hey Maddie, love you in the pod so much. This is still my only flex to this day. In 2015, I was in LA for a family vacation as one does whilst in LA, we were shopping at the Grove. Then from afar, I saw a couple security guards, a blonde woman and a young blonde girl with a high side ponytail and a giant bow. You guys know where this is going. It was Jojo Siwa. This was like the height of Dance Moms and I was nine. So I was absolutely freaking out. I tapped my mom on the shoulder and I'm like, mom, that girl's fake. You were nine in 2015. Hold on. Wait, I think I'm doing that math right. Okay. Yeah. So you're 16 now, 17, 17 now. Oh, I love when young people listen to my podcast. I just feel like I'm succeeding at something. Okay. Um, so I was absolutely freaking out. I tapped my mom on the shoulder and and I'm like, mom, that girl's famous. And she's like, yeah, right. And I'm like, no, really? So my mom ran up to her and asked for a picture. I got a picture with her and I still show everyone to this day. I thought that I was like the lone person. I do this a lot. I do this a lot. I got to say that I think that I have found something like really niche and underground when I get really into it. Like I really thought that I was the only person who watched Dance Moms. I'm, I'm happy to have found a community of people who love Dance Moms as much as I do. But at the time, I mean, I was like buying episodes on iTunes. That's where I was. I loved it so much. But I definitely did not think that so many of these girls would become A-list celebrities. I mean, I I don't know if I would call Jojo Siwa A-list. A-list to me, it's interesting. Like they were talking about this on the BFFs podcast, but like A-list, I kind of consider like the household name. So like the Leo's the Brad Pitt's, the Angelina Jolie's, Jennifer Aniston, like those seem like A-listers, but I kind of think they like supersede that. Like they're in kind of a different category because A-list to me is like really current and really popular. Like on the, on the BFFs podcast, they were talking about if Zach Bryan was an A-lister, A-lister. And I would consider him an A-lister. I mean, he's super famous right now. It's like, does the, is it longevity or is it popularity? Because Jojo Siwa, I don't know people who don't know who Jojo Siwa is, but do I consider her a quote unquote household name? Probably not. Like, I don't know. It's just it's hard to say. It's hard to say, but either way, what a flex. Especially in the Jojo with the Bobo era. Okay. Next one. Do you remember the show What Not to Wear from TLC with Stacey and Clinton? Of course I do. I'm not a monster. They were surprising someone at six, six Flags on a day I was there with my friends. Stacy was a raging bitch and was yelling at her assistants to get her water and food and shade and to get her away from all of the people. Granted, if I had an assistant, I would do that too. So I, I definitely didn't try to meet her. I did get to meet Clinton though, as he was just waiting in line for a corn dog like a regular guy. He was so nice, told, her, told us our outfits look great. Spoiler alert, they did not and took a picture with us. That show has to be like, there are a lot of things that I look back on that I can't believe aired. Like I saw a clip from the making the cut, making the cut uh, Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders edition. And it was basically just the coach telling every girl on the team that she was fat. Like you couldn't air that in 2023. What not to wear? How absolutely savage was this show? Like just showing up at your place of employment to just tell you how bad you look. And then taking away and throwing away all your clothes and making you stand in that. Oh my gosh, that nightmare 360 mirror and then chopping all your hair off and making you dress like a like business cash every day for the rest of your life. Like that show was rough. I can't believe I can't believe it. But would I watch reruns, absolutely. Okay, next one. I went to a 1975 concert in Portland, Oregon in 2014. That is like ultimate. That is like you were the Like that is the epitome of like a hipster indie Tumblr kid. Portland, Oregon, 1975 concert in 2014. I met Matty Healy after when I was smoking a cigarette and he asked for a drag of it, but he stole my cigarette. He just took it and walked off. Matty Matty Healy, I don't get. I don't get. I know that people are like huge, huge, huge super fans. He's just, he's probably just not my taste. But like I, I find him just kind of like an, Insufferable hipster. That's kind of, I don't know if that's, I don't know. Again, insulting New Girl and the 1975 in one singular episode, I may have lost a lot of people between the ages of 26 and 31. Okay, I went to Disneyland with my sister a few years ago and I had a very strong feeling we would meet Bob Saget. <laughs> very random, but I felt so sure about it. We did not see him, but the next day we went to Universal and met John Stamos. I've never been so happily wrong in my entire life. My sister believes in my psychic abilities because what are the chances it happened to be another full house character? What a premonition. What a premonition to have to be like, on this day, I will meet Bob Saget. And then it's John Samos. Weird. I fully wholeheartedly believe that people have those premonitions and psychic abilities and they dream things. I'm not one of them. But man, I really, really wish I was. Okay, this one's a little long, but I loved it. My husband and I were in London last year and we went to Windsor Castle. At the end of our tour, there's a gift shop and we were right and we were there right before the 75th Jubilee of Queen Elizabeth, so they have all these specialty souvenirs for it. There weren't many people in the gift shop, just us and one other couple and some workers. My husband comes over to me after we were walking around looking at the goods and says, there's a celebrity over there, but I don't know who it is. I look up to a guy who was in a hat and a face mask, but made eye contact with him, only to realize that I thought... That even though I couldn't see anything but his eyes, I would have recognized them anywhere because it was Ryan Gosling. I then look around and see that Eva Mendez was also there with him at the cash register buying some souvenirs. Ryan's hair was bleached blonde because he was in London filming Barbie. I told my husband who it was and he was freaking out saying that we should ask him for a picture. But clearly Ryan wasn't trying or clearly Ryan was trying to hide. It's so funny when we refer to celebrities as their first because like his name's just Ryan. Like it's just like like we all went to high school, like 15 Ryan's and like he's just his name's Ryan. It's weird. I was definitely trying to hide from people with his hat and mask. I'm also obsessed with celebrities and pop culture. So I know that he and Eva try to keep things low-key. So I didn't want to be annoying. My husband then hears Eva talking to the workers at the register in Spanish, and he decides that this is his chance. And he goes up to her and asks her a question in Spanish. In his mind <laughs> in his mind, he was like, It won't be bad because she's already speaking Spanish. Keep in mind, my husband is definitely white (laughs) and he just lingers right there by her as she's checking out. And I panic because I don't want to seem like lame fans, like it matters. So I go and pull him away from her. And he starts looking at the souvenirs and says, oh, I think your mom would like this to my husband. And Eva turns around and goes, aren't those amazing? They would make the best mom gifts. I'm thinking of how all of the moms I can get them for. And that's the story of how we became best friends with Eva Mendez in London. I love that. I just had to read it because in the summer of Barbie, well, I guess, you know, in the year of Barbie, I want to know everything about that movie. And the fact that you got to see him in his prime, incredible. This one had me shaken. Okay, I'm in a situationship with an A-list rapper. Don't get your hopes up. We don't get a name. But if you're listening, please send me the name. He was in my hometown last week, saw me at the airport and asked for my number. We hung out that night and it was quite steamy. He was much nicer than I expected and treated me better than any other guy I had a casual hookup with. He stayed in contact with me during the week with long, with hour long FaceTimes. I'm currently sitting in a Miami hotel waiting on him to arrive. We're spending the next couple days together. I know this isn't anything serious, but I just turned 25 and I'm in my second year of law school and needed something exciting like this in my life. He makes me feel fine as hell and has shown up as he promised. This is fun and I'm tipsy. Love you so much. Can't wait to watch you be the beautiful mother you were made to be. First of all, I did not expect to tear up. At the end of this, when it starts with, I'm in a situation with an A-list rapper, but then you end it with literally the nicest sentiment I've ever been told. I'm dying to know who it is. I got some submissions. This one was juicy enough that I, I really wanted to know, but I got some submissions from you guys that were like, I ran into a really famous influencer and she was terrible. And then no name, no name, no nothing. I mean, I probably wouldn't have shared it, but I would have liked to know for my my own self. My money is on. I'm gonna go Young Gravy. Actually, no, he's into moms. What other A list rapper could it be? Please let me know. Please, I'm begging. I will sign an NDA. I will never share it, but just please. Okay, next one. I went to a movie premiere for Don't Look Up, and we were waiting for the movie to start. My friends and I noticed that Florence P. walked into the theater, but then went back through these doors where we assumed the red carpet was. My friend, who is so brave and unhinged, was like, I'm going to go through those doors. And he did. And I was like, I might as well. So, or I must as well. So I did. And I was just wandering around and Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep and Leonardo DiCaprio walked by me, but I actually stopped and talked to Florence Pugh for like five minutes. She was completely lovely and called me a doll. It was the best experience ever in my mind. She's perfect. Like she's, she's never been mean to anybody. Like in my mind, she is flawless. And I love when celebrity encounters really uh, validate that. Okay. Um, I went to Coachella in 2013, needed to use the porta potty, a truly foul experience. But who exits right as I'm about to go in? Vanessa Hudgens Baby V. I shrieked and asked her for a picture and she said no, which was completely understandable. And honestly was heinous of me to ask. But can you play blame a girl? I love her. I don't like I don't know. I'm like torn reading these because like I get it. And sometimes I'm like, don't ask like, come on. And then sometimes I'm like, you're a Coachella. Like, what do you expect? Like, it's one thing when you're at dinner with your family and somebody like is hounding you for a picture, but you're at a public music festival, like known for celebrity encounters. Sometimes I'm like a picture wouldn't kill you, but then I go the other, you know, whatever. Okay. I love this one. I want to end on this one. When I was a kid, we lived in New York and when family came to visit, we took them to all the touristy sites. Once in central park, we walked, wa- walked, past a movie set and saw Robin Williams at the craft table taking a break and eating a snack. So we walked up and asked for a picture. He was playing a homeless man in the movie. So he looked super disheveled and didn't break character through the whole interaction. The picture looks like we asked a random homeless man to take a picture with us. It was pretty funny. And I still feel a little special being next to that talented man. One time. Love you. Love the pod. I hope you still have your no puke pregnancy streak going. I do. I do. Although the word puke makes me a little bit nauseous but I'm I'm still going strong I haven't thrown up and I want to move on because if I think about it too much I do get a little bit nauseous Robin Williams gone like truly I'm not trying to say gone too soon to like be sarcastic genuinely gone too soon I love Robin Williams and what happened to him was so heartbreaking I listened to a time suck the only podcast I listened to about Robin Williams I highly recommend it it was amazing and he is truly truly a genius so I just wanted to end on that because I know we all love him. I could do a part two though. I have enough that we could do a part two. If you guys want to, if you guys want to keep submitting these, let me know, but we're going to wrap it up here because it is time for me to put my shirt back on because I am in a fairly, fairly public area and I can't be doing this with no shirt on anyway. Thank you guys so much for being here. Hope you are enjoying the first brisk moments of fall because I'm about to come alive uh, remember that right around the corner is the Bood broadcast, which is our October episodes. We're going to switch it up a little bit this year. Like some years I've done every episode is scary stories. Some years I do. some of. anyway, we're going to do some scary story episodes and that's like in like two weeks, two more weeks and we'll be into, and my, yeah. And we'll be into October. So I love you all so much. Thank you for being here. Remember to subscribe, rate, review, on itunes helps the podcast so much if you haven't done it yet follow me on instagram uh you know post the podcast tag me i'll repost it it's so helpful you guys really like somebody was asking me the other day they were like how did you grow the podcast like how how did that happen and it was you guys sharing it and caring and wanting to tell people about it and i just appreciate it so much so i love you all remember you can join the patreon if you want two extra episodes a month and remember to always be safe, be kind, be hot, be normal. I feel like I should add be normal on that. Some, some of these celebrity encounters, I'm worried about you guys a little bit. Uh, so remember to do all of those and I will see you guys next week. Love you so much. Bye.